This is not a hobby. It's a way of life. And to be out here in this ring, it takes work. It is not just given. It takes work. We were talking on the way in here how easy it is to sit in a lawn chair and criticize those that win. I can't think of anything worse. Kevin Mears is, is uh, coming in because his knowledge of the pig deal is way better than mine is. So I got, I got one question for you, Andy. How in the world were you able to get a one million view uh, grand drive speech at Indiana State Fair just a few years back? I mean, is that something you pre-plan, like you script it so, so it hits hard and uh, brings people in and gets that one million view mark? Or what do you do? Uh, I didn't do anything. I just gave the speech. I'd say you had something to do with that by sharing it through your social media well, avenue. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, I shared it, but like the whole, this is not a, a this is a, a way of life or whatever it was. That's true, yeah. and that hits hard to me. So, I mean, I guess I did share that video this morning, and I'll maybe include the audio within the audio of this podcast so people know what we're talking about. But just, you've become famous for those awesome Grand Drive speeches. And uh, my question to you is, is like, at San Antonio, I think you get everybody on their feet, and they're clapping, and they're making noise, and it, it just makes these kids feel awesome. And I guess, yep. I know that Kevin has some specific questions, but my question to you is, is what, what was the genesis of that? Like, where did you get this idea just to make these kids feel so awesome? Uh, a couple things. One is, I mean, if, if I got the opportunity to be in front of that many people and can can touch one, two, three, you know, four people that maybe had a similar, you know, background to me, right? I mean, I didn't grow up, I didn't, I didn't grow up with access to this industry. The industry kind of found me, um, you know. And so, it, if I can, if I can impact two, you know, a couple people, it, it's worth, it's worth it, right? And I, and I know to some people they they think it's corny or, um, you know, maybe maybe tease about it, but. Um, you know, I think I think more than not, uh, it's appreciated that you give these kids a, you know a stage and a platform that they'll remember forever. You know, no different than this basketball tournament. I'm saying that. Uh, you know, I mean, you come down to the wire, you win with the last second shot, they'll remember that forever, right? And so, uh, if, they, if they're going to get out in the grand drive at a major show, I want them to remember it forever. And if I can help with that, so be it. You betcha. Okay, so my question in return to that would be. I think these people that may give you a hard time or think it's corny, they just are jealous that it wasn't their idea. Gosh darn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, we've all sat through. We've also all sat through those shows where you just want the grand selected. So I, I get that side of it, but I've also sat through a lot of them. I think were just frankly boring. Um, sure. And I don't. I don't think the I've sat through like, a lot of podcasts that are boring. And you know what? The MLC <laughs> Big Show is not Andy Rash. It is not boring. I'll guarantee you that. Yeah. So how many can think about the number of grand drives you two have sat and listened to, and how many you can remember? And and yep. those that are those those that just say the same thing and are, are repetitive. You know, I, I appreciate that. The judge also, you know, is. is is experiencing something maybe they haven't experienced before. So you want to give them a chance to, to you know, pay their respects, et cetera. But some of them are just like paint dry, you know, watching paint dry after an epic event. I mean, that's not how epic events should end. And you know, as you talk about this, just thinking, uh, I think the pig shows have a little more of a tradition of maybe some better grand drive moments than maybe the cattle shows do. I'm sitting back there, and there's a couple iconics, and you'll know them immediately. 
Andy, but that one of yours. But let's go to some some people that came before us. Well, Warren Beeler, when he lost that child, mm-hmm. for several years referred to. Mm-hmm. And I heard, I know a half a dozen times, and I cried about it every time. And, and Al Schnediger, and I can't believe I'm yep. going to reference Al Schnediger, but his grand drive, bring all those kids together in a circle and telling them at this moment, you guys are the only ones doing this and you'll have it for the rest of your life. I mean, that's like a national championship sporting event type of feel. So yes, with the cattle shows, I think they're just a little more boring as nature, or maybe the cattle people are just a little more stuck up or try to be a little more professional. But <laughs> Unless uh, unless I mean, Paul Clapp is judging. Unless Paul Clapp is judging. He, uh, oh, Paul he put Clapp. Some, Paul Clapp is, he put some, is, is, he put some is, spice into it down there at OIE a couple of years. Yeah. You betcha. You betcha. I believe that uh, he had Mrs. Uh, Colby Collins' wife uh, slap the steer one year. He let the mom slap the steer. And then uh, I think the other year he like uh, what the heck did he do? He had the kids. He had the kids slap her own calf, and he because he yeah, had to show the yeah. He held the halter. That's, that's right. He held the halter. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, that would be the only thing that comes close to what the the stories that you guys are talking about, Andy. Since you are at this basketball tournament, so I I would like to get on uh, a second podcast if possible whenever. Uh, you and Kevin are both stationary at home because I do think the audio quality will be up just a skosh on the, the Anchor app rather than this call recording app. So I want to keep this one short, but uh, I'm going to I'm gonna end it like this. Kevin, give me uh, just a little bit of feedback about your uh, yeah, your overview of Andy's judging style or anything that you have to offer. Andy, you respond, and then we'll cut keep this short. Yep. And uh, we'll build the hype for episode number two of Andy Rash coming in the next few days. Hey, uh, Andy and I have known each other for a long time, uh, but we haven't been friends or been close. We haven't really talked much for, golly, 15 years. But right. we'll, I, I want to have a, have a return podcast where we talk about UFC, maybe like 91 <laughs> with a broken arm. Remember this? Remember this, Andy? Collarbone. Uh, collarbone, yeah. A broken collarbone? I want to talk about uh, you and your days as a judging coach and all the great kids that are now making big names for themselves coming through. Uh, yes. I want to talk to you about some controversies in judging, if, you will, mm-hmm. if you'll do this, because here's the thing. You judged Expo, Des Moines, Iowa, two years ago, and uh, I left that show. We got our ass kind of kicked, but we were fit. But my little boy drove out of there. And I knew exactly you were the first guy that called us out accurately on what was wrong with that pig. And I don't care if we get beat, but gosh dang it, ever since then, I've been to a lot of shows where they don't call them accurately enough. They use too many vague phrasings. By God, you hit the nail on the head, you drove it home, and I'm okay with that. I'm agreed. Mm -hmm. I was happy somebody finally talked the hog right. And I want to talk to you about some trends right now going on in the pig shows where we're just throwing vagues and generalities and... Uh, I mean, I call it bullshit on some of these guys, but I want to talk to you about that. Yeah. I want to talk to you about being a show dad from a, from outside mm-hmm. the ring with your own kid to your experience inside the ring and things you have done or will do or think should be done. Because my kid's six, and I am really competitive, and I'm looking for those competitive advantages that I think I can get from your experience both as a show dad and in the ring. What do you think thoughts about all that? Yeah. Yeah, that'll take some time. We'll need more than fifteen minutes to, to to walk through that. But you know, the 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 show, the show dad, show judge thing, it, those go hand in hand uh, for me at least. Uh, you know, it's it's you know, if someone comes up and says, "Did you see the bear out of class six? 
I'm going to be really honest. If my kid was not in that, that class, no, I didn't see the pig. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna be back at the pins doing what we need to do. But if my kid's in that class, then I can dissect it in my mind. So, you know, as, as a person that judges the show, you know, I listen intently. Did they describe them, you know, the way that they needed to be described, regardless of placing? And so I, I try to put myself when I'm judging in the opposite side, right? Okay, there's a show dad that knows what the heck's going on, that I have to explain this correctly, so so that they feel like they got a fair evaluation, regardless of where where that where they stand. So, you know, those two hook up to me, um, and and I would say part not partly, I'd say you know any any what you would describe as success in the show ring for my kids or in this in the show ring as a judge, you know, I think those two fed off each other, frankly, and fed off in and overlapped at the basically exact same time. You know, when my kids were knee deep in it, um, you know, I'm gonna call year six, seven, eight, nine, ten years in. It's kind of the heart of of, of the good the good days, right? Um, your sweet spot um, was when I was judging most of the major you know shows that I've judged. So that that'll be a fun topic. Um, the trend thing, you know, I'm not you know tr- trends fads. What I think we'll just talk mirrors about you know what what kind of livestock or what kind of pigs today um, do we have in front of us that represent quality. Maybe I'd add to that is we are really good at calling a uh, a quality animal that doesn't fit the trend we like terrible. That's an industry issue, right? So we've got to be able to realize that. Yeah, quality comes in a couple different ways. Comes in multiple different ways, but you know if it's not our kind, then it's terrible, right? And, and I think that's a that's a pretty firm message we need to to start sending that to especially these up and comers, these young these young young people that are going to want to judge shows is they're not terrible. Right, they have areas that you you would like to change them. So the trend discussion will be good. Um, and then also, I'd maybe tag one more thing onto that is is balance is, is balance. And I know that's a that's a word that's hard for for people that are activators and are go getters. And like you said, you know, you want to do well, and you're going to put everything you have into showing. You know, at some point between family, you know, trying to win shows, trying to judge shows, a career if you have one, whether that's selling cattle, raising cattle outside of the show cattle industry, uh, in the pig world, raising pigs. You know, at, at some point, you've got to find some balance. And, and, and to me, that's that's the point where I'm at in my life is, is, is I've never been so balanced. And, and because of that, I feel like, you know, my family's reaping benefits of it. Um, and it's a balance between family, the, the show pig world, career, faith, you name it. Um, you know, it's, it's at 42 years old, Matt, you know, at 20 years ago um, – when we were working on cattle together at multiple sure. events, and believe believe you me, he'd tell you I was a very average fitter, but I thought I was good. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we, he always put me on offside uh, front. I, is that a good thing? Oh, no, no way. You're you're being <laughs> modest. You were really good. And yeah, past the fitting part, you you could use that ultra super hold glue for your own hair. And that's that, that stuff would stand straight up. He did we have pretty cool. super yeah. spiky hair. He did have some <laughs> really spiky hair. So, anyway, the uh, episode two of this uh, two-part series, I cannot wait to record it. We'll make Dude, it work Matt, for everybody. Matt, 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 Matt. This yeah. is mm-hmm. this is going to be this is going to be dissertation. This is going to be five or six parts. I will I will give you guys the show for the rest of the month. I just don't know how much time Andy has. I, I like to do shows that break the Internet. And up to this point, it's been the Ryman episode and then this story about the two Herefords beating the uh, exotic steer at Fort Worth a couple of years ago for the uh, uh, Matt Popelka family. Those would be the two high-view video or high-view podcasts to this point. 
And I guess here is my olive branch to you, Andy Rash. You ready for it? Yep. I want you to get Mark Hogue on the show with you, and me and him are going to hold hands again. We were once lovers, and then we went apart from each other for a couple years. But I want to hold hands again with Mark Hogue. He's my boy. Way back. (laughs) I'll see what I can do. The following is audio sent in by show pig dad Kevin Mears of his son showing a calf, excuse me, showing a hog at the World Pork Expo and Judge Andy Rash comments. I hope you're well. You can't sit and smile at this kid that's out Time. When you get come out and get serious about driving, you start to appreciate this one. She is really, really attractive up front, but 